warmest of greetings to you, and welcome to Happily Ever Teaching, where we help you enthrall your learners in every subject under the sun using the best teaching method known to science: storytelling. To do this, we feature special guest educators who are passionately keen for your children to become amazing and successful human beings. I am storyteller Chip Cahoon, and with me this week is. Hi, I'm Helen. I'm a teacher from Buckinghamshire, currently teaching reception year one children. Hi, I'm Rob. I work in Key Stage Two, and I've got experience working from every year group from year three up to year six. And we're very pleased to have you, our listener, with us as we explore design and technology learning outcomes with a legend from ancient Greece. You can listen to the story by downloading our sister podcast, Fables and Fairy Tales, or search our website, epictales.co.uk, for the Dance of Persephone. There, you'll find a video of me telling the story that you can share with your children. And if you sign up as an Epic educator, you'll also get a copy as an ebook or paperback illustrated by the hugely talented Heather Zeta Rose, as well as the full audio book for you to download at any time. And even some tips for telling the story yourself. Right now, though, let's continue our discussion with Helen and Rob, and we are finally on DT, so we can finally <laughs> uh, talk about everything that we haven't talked about so far to do with where food comes from. I feel like it's been very built up, <laughs> <laughs> but it's not. Th- th- this is the anticipation that Demeter feels while she's waiting her six months for Persephone to return. <laughs> oh dear, <laughs> pressure's on. Uh, I tell you what, let's uh, let's heighten the anticipation for you Helen and we'll get Rob to go first (laughs) (laughs) so Rob for ages 7 to 11 then what DT do you have for us Uh, the DT I've got is it kind of encapsulates all of the DT environment it's kind of designing something making it evaluating it marketing it getting feedback on it getting feedback before you've created your product to know if it's going to sell and things like that Mm. so i would set this up as like a like a a couple of weeks probably i would set my class up as i would give them a a problem Mm -hmm. hook them in say you're a team you have got to create a new uh, it's going to be a fruit salad in this case um <laughs> helen's just mouthing that's my idea <laughs> that was exactly what my mom was going to be <laughs> designing <laughs> like tasting the fruit seeing what they like doing some market research yeah brilliant I, mean, <laughs> I, I was going to take it further today by talking about designing the packaging what shape packaging what's going to be on the outside mm-hmm. things like that as well so not just your actual fruit salad but all the other areas that go with it what would be a again a sustainable way to package it would it be could you could you package fruit salad in a cardboard box mm-hmm. if so why not or if so why and again we're, we're doing a great job of doing whole school activities so i guess yeah. you could link the whole school you could yeah. ask the, um, the younger children to <laughs> yeah to do the research or to to help you find the fruit and create it you could look at how much is it going to cost to buy the different fruits that you need mm-hmm. how much are you going to sell it for so you bring in your maths 
areas as well how much profit do you make on it and things like that and you could kind of tie it off it'd probably be a spring slash summer thing you could you could sell your fruit salads hmm. you could have like a sell them on the, on the on playground, the playground. The yes. Parents. Yeah. yes it's, it's almost sounding like um the the kind of what do they call it in secondary education is it mini enterprise yeah yes. yeah that kind of yeah. thing yeah, yeah. But kind of scaled down to hmm. mini, mini, mini enterprise. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Very mini enterprise. <laughs> Although you could have different year groups being different departments, couldn't you? And have some responsible for the fruit salad, others responsible for the packaging, others for the marketing. Definitely. Turn yeah. your school into a little factory, basically. Yeah. <laughs> as, long, as long as my year group gets to do the tasting, I don't mind. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very important part, quality control. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that's that's what I had. Uh, Helen, over to you. <laughs> well, that's what I had too. <laughs> Top that. All of DT and the fruit salad. <laughs> I can't. That was... I had exactly the same sort of idea as Rob did because there's so many fruits mentioned. Mm. I think I've mentioned for several of the activities, so the school might need a bit of a fruit budget for this story. <laughs> um, get some different fruits from the supermarket, get the children to taste them, identify which ones they like best or identify which ones, as Rob said, mini market research, mm-hmm. the, um, the class likes best, design their fruit salad by deciding what's going which five fruits maybe they, they could choose to go in it, mm. which juice they want to put in with it, and then make their fruit salad. And there's lots of lots of important skills in, in cookery about using tools and using tool safety and food hygiene. And that's as far as I got. So then you'd go on to the <laughs> <laughs> Rob's brilliant ideas of, of packaging and selling. So yeah, it could be a whole school project. You could possibly also look at refining it as well, because I'm not a fan of gooseberries, but I don't think they go particularly well in fruit salads necessarily bananas to fruit salads either so yeah yeah you, you have to really try and get the, the combination right don't you so there is going to be lots of uh evaluating tasting yeah. and evaluating but uh, is it also subjective are you going to have um kids kind of in competition with each other because they they think they've got the perfect one because it's perfect for them which they definitely will mine's the best mine's the best no mine's the best mm-hmm. but then what you can do is um maths with um graphs and pie charts and Get the teachers involved. <laughs> which one is which one? Which one is actually objectively the best? Mm. Could you also? This is probably mean, but uh, if you get them to all be blindfolded and taste the products and see if they can <laughs> identify the their own, yeah, that would be funny. Mm, that would be do. funny. That's definitely yeah. mine because it's the best. No, it's not actually yours. You could also ask your head teacher to point a finger and say you're fired. That kind of thing. <laughs> it's starting to get very very serious now. It's very serious. A serious business making fruit salads. Grand. Um, I think we've probably exhausted that one, haven't we? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think we've done it beautifully. I, <laughs> I think we have, and, and and we get the award for the shortest episode of this podcast ever. <laughs> <laughs> That's all. Do you know what? I was going to say that's all we have time for, but we've kind of finished this episode in record time. So that's just all we have for you today, folks. We we will be back tomorrow uh, as Persephone and her family will help us teach physical education and music. But please, if you try out any of these ideas, if you have a go turning your school into a factory, or if you'd like us to help you teach a topic you are soon to cover with your young learners, please let us know on social media using at teach happily or leave us a review using your favorite podcast app please also share this podcast with your colleagues and help us start that story-led revolution in classrooms around the world so children everywhere can learn in a way that's effective 
memorable and enjoyable all at the same time. Right now, though, it only remains for us to say cheerio, and we hope to hear your story soon. So, cheerio! cheerio. And we, and we hope, hope to hear your, your story, story soon! soon.